welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are currently doing the Cloverfield franchise, as this week we get to talk about maybe the last one for right now, The Cloverfield Paradox. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, along with here with Ricky Marcelli. I hope it's the last one for a while. This movie kind of makes me not want to watch Cloverfield anymore, I'll be honest. And the man that picked this one, the man that, you know, will lose his arm and go, huh, no big deal there, one Keith Swetland. Hey, the, well, I was hoping you'd make me the wall, like the wall itself, because that was kind you of You are the wall? You yeah. are the wall, okay. Oh, the but, wall, uh, Keith Swetland. You cut. You caught me off guard there because I started thinking about that moment. But um, no, but before we get started, I, I just got to throw out an important shout out here. Um, uh, breakfast for dinner. Really, really good. It's a good thing to do. I, I had some sausage and eggs and English muffin tonight for dinner. Loved it. Breakfast for dinner is a, uh, I think it depends on the, you know, what type of meal it is. Yeah, or the mood. Like too many people call it underrated when like, Literally everyone fucking does it. I think breakfast for dinner is properly rated as a good thing to do once in a while. I wasn't. I, I, I was just shouting it out. I wasn't claiming any like level of rate. You know, Joe's dancing yeah. about Sorry. breakfast for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I love breakfast for dinner. <laughs> I love it. Let's give me biscuits and gravy. Give dinner. me some cantaloupes. Give me some uh, champagne mimosas. <laughs> I would. uh I think I would do a light breakfast for dinner, though. Like, if it's, like, French toast and pancakes, I can't do that for dinner. But, like, eggs, bacon, and toast, sure. I don't think I could do the hard. You know the thing to do now? If you get a group of people that actually go out for breakfast, order pancakes for the table. You just order a set, like, a stack of pancakes in the center. Everyone can eat a little pan. No one ever wants to eat, like, a full, like, big stack of pancakes. But if you just have a little pancake in the center that everyone can eat from, there, pretty pretty top notch. That's there hilarious is a... you brought that up. That's the second time I've heard that thought today. And that's like the second time in like years of my life that that thought has like shown up. And two times have been today. There, <laughs> there, I would say there is a restaurant here that the producer has got a pancake from. And she and it's like in one of those like the, you know, the little containers. But you open it and you legit have to fold it Oof. like it's it's like she you have to unfold it like five times to get the full pancake out. See, like pancake never my go to as my breakfast, but like pancake as a side, that's kind of baller. I have a hard time because I'm I can make a pretty I'm not gonna I'm gonna do a little flex here. I can make a pretty good like from scratch pancake at home. So I always have a hard time like wanting to get it at a restaurant. It's like pancakes. Like why go there's out just, for? There's just pan- so many better choices from breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Give me a chicken fried steak. I'm, I'm can, not gonna. I'm not gonna make chicken fried steak at home. I promise. See, I just can't do that for breakfast. That's too heavy for breakfast. <laughs> yes. I, I've been told I can make a good uh, French toast. Speaking of French, <laughs> Cloverfield Paradox came out in 2018. PG. Not literally one of the people is French. You don't know that. Uh, Runtime of one hour forty two minutes. Uh, Director is Julius Ona. He's just directed other movie shorts. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Um, we have supposedly directing like the next Captain America or something. I saw him uh, attached to it. Is it an upcoming? Let me look. 
Um, do 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 do. His recent movies have been nothing. Uh, upcoming, he is oh, not Amazon. Why do you do this to me, Amazon? <laughs> You're embarrassed. Hello, never mind. I'm not saying that <laughs> word. Um, upcoming directing movies. Oh, snap. Captain America, New World Order. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, how did this? And it confused me because I was like, how did he get that? Like, yeah, the only movie you did was this one. And yet you're getting fucking the next Captain America. And those movies are all built before they hand with the directors. (laughs) Don't fucking tell that to the dude who directed fucking Thor (laughs) and the mess that he made. Take care. This movie stars, as we were talking before, Gugu Mbathe Ra, David Ayolowo, thank you, Daniel Bruhl, who's also in the you know Marvel verse, John Ortez, who's in the Fast and Furious verse, Chris O'Dowd, who he's just the comedy guy in this movie, uh, Akel Henny Zhang Zi, so I did not see her coming uh, in this to be in this movie, and then Elizabeth Debicki and Michael Davis, so. Gugu's also in the uh, Marvel universe, so is they were she, like, is she in she's Loki? in Loki. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I was trying to pinpoint where I remembered her from, and then like doing the search right now, I'm like, oh, she okay. Oh, that's, that's right. That like the, is that like the main lady? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's totally she's part of the time group or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But she looked familiar. I'm like, is she from Loki? And then like I looked her up, and I like for some reason I skipped where she's like what she's done. I'm like, oh, okay, there's, okay. She's in Loki. <laughs> She's in two different uh, stories that just use the Rick and Morty done broke your time joke. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys think of one uh, Cloverfield Paradox? I thought it was dumb. I just, was like, it was supposed to be like a horror movie. Like they're all supposed to be like borderline horror movies or whatever. Like, it didn't feel scary, and, like, it just didn't make sense. Like, two dimensions collapsing together don't, like, turn an arm sentient and have walls eat things, or, like, why was Chris O'Dowd, like, the one kept getting fucked up by everything, and I I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of (laughs) dumb, and just didn't make a lot of sense. Which disappointed me because the cast was all people like I like. And then I was just like, this guy sucks. Yeah. Keith? So I want, I, I'm trying to remember if I did it the Super Bowl. Probably not because I probably had to go to work or something. But I, I watched it pretty quick after it came out. And then, like, I really like this genre of movie. Like, was that like Sunshine, Europa Report? I do like Sunshine. Like those movies are like like weird shit happening in space when you're stranded and stressed out and like having to come up with crazy solutions. It's like one of my favorite, one of my favorite genres of movie. And is the my problem with it was watching it a second time was probably one of the most miserable things I've ever done for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it was up there, man. I thought I didn't like the movie. Holy shit! It was so like it was like I remember. It, on Monday was attempt number one to watch it. I took a deep breath. I sat on the couch and my finger hovered over play. And I just <laughs> set the remote down and walked away. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You getting tortured? It's kind of how many honest, days did it take you to watch this movie? Like two, the whole week? Two days to watch it. Okay. So 
not too bad. But I mean, like, I don't hate. No, I mean, I don't like hate the movie. I just hated watching it. <laughs> yeah. I. So, for myself, I was intrigued for the first fifteen minutes. I, in my head, I did like the Leo. You know, you have my attention. You know. Joe, you're also I'm 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 predicting you're doing the thing where you pick a weird thing to just be like enraged about for the whole movie, and it's the arm thing. That's my guess. No, that was just one of them. <laughs> that's just one of them. But they, they say how weird it is. They're like, why why don't you feel any pain? Yeah, yeah, it is the but like there's just a lot of stuff. I was just like, it was just boring. I think like I get I I like it's just one of those things. Like Chris O'Dowd loses arm and he has does not freak out at all. He goes. Huh, how about that? And then they move on with the rest of the movie. It's almost too many things went wrong. Like, it's one of those things where it just, like, got to the point where I'm like, dude, fucking Jesus Christ. Like, not everything take, has to take a shitty turn at every fucking moment to make your movie interesting. Uh, and there, I think there, and for me, there was just some things in the movie that just, like, I could care less for. And, like, Example one of the things you know we're talking. I'll bring it maybe multiple times. Who knows? I didn't care for the husband on Earth storyline. <laughs> that was boring. Like it just he made was just no there. sense. Yeah, and like, it was just he was just there. I'm like, I don't care that you're there. I don't care that you saved this child. I don't care you're underground. It was. Whatever. I mean, it was 100 percent just a forced in attachment to the yeah. script to get it back to Cloverfield. Since this was once again just a script they stole from something else and turned into a Cloverfield movie. But man, did it really stick out this time comparative to last time. <laughs> but so, I was with uh, you, Joe. I was intrigued in the beginning, like when you had the grounded for life dad, like. The grounded for life dad scene had me like, okay, all right, where we got going here? This has me interesting. You have the clover, for, you have the grounded for life dad. I always love that guy. Um, but man, spit. it sucks. He was just right, <laughs> like, right? Like it's just like you had that line in there just to make sure we got to that. Like, <laughs> there was nothing that wasn't like everything had a point to the movie, which is just too simple sometimes. Like it's just like. Everything had to get point A to point B. And even like the weird stuff that happened was so like just there as an obstacle type thing in the script instead of feeling organic. Like, yeah. just, eh. So uh let's get into this because I have some uh some stuff for you on the Cloverfield Paradox. Boys and girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to the Cloverfield Paradox. The world is on the brink. Experts, uh, experts expect resources to only last another five years or so. Every nation is filled with tension as a world war over what is left is about to begin. Ava Hamilton gets talked into going into space by her husband to be the comms officer for humanity's last hope a mission to create a near-infinite energy with a new parter particle accelerator. But after two years of unsuccessful tries and the team down to its last few attempts, they seem to finally be able to get a stable beam until it overloads in a power surge across the whole station sends them across dimensions, causing the Cloverfield Paradox. Will the crew be able to reverse the events and get home alive? How many unexplained stupid things will kill them? 
Why is there a new Clovey monster that is 10,000 feet tall? Find out none of this and less in the Cloverfield Paradox. All right. So as I'm looking at it right now, the Cloverfield monster at the end of the movie is not the same one from the original Cloverfield as the original monster estimated to be 180 feet tall with leaner, more spider-like body. The new one stands taller than the clouds over the oceans and one can assume a large portion a portion of bodies underwater. Fans have speculated that the, this is a new monster, um, but who knows? Because the uh, notable the creature from the original film was intended to be a baby, meaning the creature could be a fully grown member of the species. Well, we're not on that Earth. No. So. Supposedly, this, so this is not. This is a different this Earth. Is Earth C. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, we, the first movie is Earth A. Ten Cloverfield Lane is Earth B. This movie starts on Earth C. We jump to Earth D. Yeah. And you fucking lost me more than the DC multiverse. So I'm that out. monster. That monster was dope at the end, though. I like the idea of like a planet size because that you could see the curvature of the Earth. How big that monster was. Like but that to thing me, was that awesome. Gets stupid because it's like okay, everyone's dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like we just we well we lost that one. Yeah. Just... Um. One of the things that. I was I, I was gonna I wanted to save for just now just because of you brought him up just a second ago. Uh, Donnell Logue, the Ground for Life actor that was in Blade. Um, do you know what his name was in this movie? The, the Grounded for Life up. Dad. <laughs> no, um, his last name is Stambler, just like Howard John Goodman. So there are theories that. They are rela- uh, related in some fashion. Like he <laughs> could be John Goodman wouldn't show up to shooting day. <laughs> yeah, it's like that his cousin it. or something across <laughs> the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you guys notice what the actual name of the girl who played the girl that got saved by the husband was? Mm-mm. Check check the cast list. Check the name of the girl. I'm pretty sure it's the only reason she's in the fucking movie. Molly? Yep, Molly. What her actual name is. Oh, Clover. That's her real name's Clover. Clover Knee. Fuck fuck you, JJ Abrams, you fucking Clo- pretentious. Clover Knee? Yep. Clover her name knee. is Clover Knee. That's a that's a good name. <laughs> Only reason she's in the goddamn movie. Like they put a fucking that type of fucking uh like surprise in the movie just in the cast list. So I was having this joke in my head while I was watching it because I was I was watching alone and upset. <laughs> but I had this joke where I was like, these people have clearly never played Doom. Because they're just like doing the Doom plot. And that this that never like infinite energy from like space magic is never a good idea. <laughs> that's how you like that's how you end up going to hell on Mars and like you have to Summon the Doom Slayer and get a shotgun and like go around and kill the devil. Like, that's how that happens. No, this one we just jump to a different dimension. <laughs> Somehow a guy gets worms put in him and he yeah. survives for hours till they explode out and are apparently sentient and we're controlling them. And those motherfuckers, that's that scene. It was good. It was good scene. It was a, a nice gross out moment. I'll, I'll give the movie that. But like, I've I've brought up the mystery science theater rule where you're like not supposed to bring up better things in a similar movie. <laughs> and they just they brought up they literally just did the alien scene on the table with him 
Yeah. And like, God damn it. Like you can't do an alien. You can't reference alien inside of this movie. Like that's, an, I, you the, can't do one, that. <laughs> one thing. So like the, I, I, I laughed a lot. So the scene where the, um, What's her name? The blonde uh, Jensen, who is trapped in the wires and yelling, like making those <laughs> loud yells. It reminded me of Bob's Burger, the episode where they're trying to scare Louise and they have Mort in the back and he threw his back out and he's making those type of yelling noises. <laughs> I was just like, did they just take the noise from Bob's Burger and had her be yelling like that? So wouldn't she have died pretty instantly because yes. like those like compartments wouldn't be auctioned like wouldn't have proper auction auctionization <laughs> in them like they're sealed compartments like there wouldn't be like the proper O2 in there and like all the stuff was through her so it's like the you know the the rod in the first movie like what's the rule number one don't pull it out but <laughs> i mean it, it to makes be fair, they didn't pull them out they cut her out of there and then got yeah. her to sick bay apparently ripped everything out and don't worry dogs we have run like regen technology so she's fine that was one i'm i'm trying to come up with some positives here i appreciated the gadgets they had some cool gadgets like the the goop gun that like welded things that thing was pretty sick i like that yeah, until they made it stupid and have it grab o'dowd for some reason like Things just too... didn't make sense and were stupid. <laughs> the one just that that kind of stuff didn't bug me as much as you, I think, in this movie. The one that thing that did piss me off, like the whole like basis of the movie, was that they really thought that just like physically moving the ship back and then doing the collision thing was really going to fix it. That that like that logic, the A to B logic there, like it didn't have any tracking for me. It's like why would like. It's like clicking your heels three times to get back to Kansas or whatever. It's like, that's not how that works with. Well, I think like, that's like technically that string theory. Like they exploded out of one place. So by doing it again, it takes them back to the original place. Yeah. But wouldn't they just like go through a different hole? No, because you're still attached to the previous one. That's like a part of string theory is like you're yeah. still attached to the previous space. Yeah, I didn't buy it. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'll then take this. it up with string theory. Yeah, yeah, I watched. I, I when I went to U of O, Neil deGrasse Tyson came at my, my freshman orientation thing and talked to us about string theory. I I, I remember string theory. Well, how do you go <laughs> sit down with your buddy Neil and see what he says about? Yeah, it. I'm, I'm gonna tell him like, hey, why'd you do that? Yeah, that <laughs> turned into a real like pretentious douchebag too. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Eh. Yeah. Although he needs to take. I would have gone with him on Joe Rogan. <laughs> there it is. Uh, the one thing about how kind of popular thing about this movie is the fact that they did a trailer during the Super Bowl and then they advertised by the way the movie's being released right after the game and that drew up to 5 million viewers in the first 7 days my, my Roger Ebert review talks about that has, has a good line in there it's really clever I'm excited to bring that one up <laughs> what yeah. a bunch of what a brilliant marketing scam <laughs> Right. Um, this is the first Netflix film to be released on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, uh, this is the first Cloverfield film to be confirmed to be associated with the franchise before its marketing uh, campaign started. Um, Cloverfield was only named so after its teaser was released in 07, and then 10 Cloverfield Lane was originally called Valencia until the trailer went public in 2016. 
two months before the theatrical trailer. It is one thing I give to the movie is that at least it didn't have like this was before the Netflix look. Yeah. Like it still actually kind of looked like a movie instead of the Netflix <laughs> look, as we have talked about already this week. <laughs> yeah. It, although the light, I didn't like the, the lighting was boring to me. The I mean, that's flares. Just, that's just being cheap though. Like that wasn't like. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't specifically uh, Netflix. It was just like a streaming movie problem, maybe. It had very <laughs> like high budget sci-fi, like the yeah. channel type movie mm-hmm. look to it. Like the lighting, like Sunshine, one of my like this very like it's pretty much the same movie but without the aliens. Like has brilliant lighting and it looks gorgeous. <laughs> like, it's not it's... the same movie at all. Sunshine's I mean, I guess they're still looking for power for the planet. Yeah, the planet's on the verge of death. There's like wars and famine. God, Sunshine has one of the best trailers ever, which is why I love that movie. <laughs> uh, John Krasinski was in talks to join the cast. We dropped out because he went to go do the uh, Jack Ryan show for Amazon. Probably nice. a good call on his part. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do we go? I'm also glad that I've just proven myself correct. And that when that room was full of water and it got exposed to a vacuum, it wouldn't freeze like that. Water doesn't <laughs> freeze in the vacuum of space. It boils. It would like vaporize. Yeah. So like she wouldn't just freeze into an ice block. <laughs> yeah. That's not how fucking water works in space. I thought that was weird when I watched it. I'm like, I don't think that's how water works in space. Yeah, made for a cool, uh, cool Cloverfield moment, I guess. I I I think it's funny. Like so, like you know, we have the paradox, you know, collision as they're like like, my my universe is going. You know, you're not here, and like you know, Crystal Dowd loses his arm. Zhang Z gets you know water, you know, drowned, and then like Daniel Bruhl Schmidt's like, hey man, you're messaging your Russian partners, or you're going to be in prison for that, you know. Like that's how bad he got it, and then until Jensen's like, "All right, I'm gonna kill you all to save my world," with my sweet plastic gun that the fucking Russian dude made because the worms told him to, and for some reason he had an override switch to be able to do that. So was that insinuating that like the Russians in that Earth, his Earth, gave him the power to take over the station? Is that what that was supposed to insinuate? Why did he have the ability to override the plastic maker to make a gun? I don't know. This movie did some like weird, like '80s USA Cold War anti-Russia shit with that character. It was really weird, right? <laughs> like it's like everybody not. It's like that. Yeah, the Russian guy is just like he knows what's happening, and like, but why doesn't everybody else do? Like you know, he's talking. You know, his eyes twitching. His, you know, his, he's like pulling his face. He's like, "Am I all right?" And then, but everyone else is like, "Do do 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 do." Same old, same old. How do we get ourselves back to where we we're from? I like the eye bit. I will say, though, they did end up getting proved right because, you know, current Russia. (laughs) But see, like, the eye bit was cool, but it seemed like it was going to be something more interesting than worms. And, like, why didn't he die instantly? To I don't like just all the deaths were so dumb to me. Like when they went to, like, take off the part of the ship that was flying out of control. Why would the only thing able to release that from the ship be on the part of the spaceship that's being released. Like, if you were releasing it from the ship, wouldn't it be on not inside, inside the yeah. ship? Yeah. So that someone didn't have to sacrifice themselves? 
Like, shouldn't there be one in the cockpit? You know, like if you're in a cockpit, like I, I have all the right here. Like I can just press level, uh, level one, and you're gone. Yeah, like it just everything in the movie just felt so created to be a problem for that scene instead of being anything based in any sort of reality. That is just so bothersome. I mean, just going back to my like 10,000 foot thought of this movie, it's important to remember that it's not a movie. I mean, we keep saying that jokingly, but like literally straight to streaming is like a lower yeah. pedigree. <laughs> like <laughs> this essentially is a sci-fi movie. Like that's well, what we're... This was like <laughs> the first major like straight to streaming yeah. release. Like that was like the big thing is that they released the trailer and it was out right after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a TV like back in the '90s. This is just a TV movie, and it's like, oh man, it's just a TV movie. <laughs> it's been very interesting to see it all go now because now we're not obviously past the pandemic. Coronavirus is still very much a thing. We've just learned to accept it and live with it. <laughs> but like everyone was predicting the downfall of the movie theater over the pandemic. It's like no one's going to go back to the theater. Theaters are going. Theaters are fucking doing great now. Like. I just want my refills, all right? Damn it. Just give me my refills. To the point where streaming's been shown to be, like, not a good investment. Like, you need to invest in making the media for other releases to then hit streaming afterwards. (laughs) I just want my refills, all right? Can I I just want to take... You're never getting your free refills back. Well, other... For what? Do you need more uh, popcorn? Yeah, I do. Other That's theaters too much popcorn, have. Dude. He wants to do the trash bag trick, bro. I want to do the trash bag trick, dude. But to have stale popcorn at home, it's not worth it, man. No, well, first off, first off, I'll have the popcorn. <laughs> I'll eat it all. I'm not going to, uh, you know, eat. You no, know, take take it home with me. I'll eat it all in the damn theater. <laughs> Wrap it around a stick and throw it over your shoulder yeah. and walk home. Don't mind if I do. Why is he a fucking? A hobo, come on, man. let's go. Whistling, walking along the railroad track. <laughs> Nobody uh, knows be... the popcorn I've had. Nobody <laughs> knows but Jesus. I'll be Christopher Lloyd from Dennis the Menace, too, and eat beans under a bridge and eat an apple with a knife. <laughs> Is that what you want me to be at this point, Keith? That's fine. Yeah, no. Plotting on a child. <laughs> I do love that we have such a like when we run into a bad movie how much we just never want to talk about the movie and how like ridiculous the podcasts are because we talk about so many things that aren't the movie during said podcast that's I mean, just this our one, bit now like i mean the, this one's hard it's like uh, it yeah. was it was just like it was a made for tv movie straight to yeah. sci-fi like they should have thrown in fucking commercials like <laughs> this thing <laughs> dude uh, do you think Paramount wishes its name wasn't still attached to this because <laughs> it like right in the beginning like movie made by Netflix and Paramount and you think Paramount's like fucking we don't want our name attached to that bullshit yeah. just just take the that's just that's yeah, all you yeah. Netflix yeah, 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 yeah. thanks though thank you uh, before the movie's release it was confirmed to be the third installment of the producer producer J.J. Abrams Cloverfield series however at first it was going to be originally filmed called God Part- Particle in which during a war against Russia, a group of American astronauts find themselves at stake when they discover that Earth has disappeared and that a Russian ship is trying to make contact with them. Uh, Matt Reeves, who directed the first Cloverfield movie and produced the second, was not involved in the third film. Um, the, I, I would say I, I'll leave it at that because 
it talks about the Rotten Tomatoes uh, scores, and <laughs> I'll leave it at that. And you can put your two and two together how uh, they fare. All right, I, I got, I got one. This movie's better than that stupid uh, Ryan Reynolds space movie with Life. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking. Very about. bad. Is that and the it's... Netflix one? No, the, it was, no, it was straight no, to this, the theater. This was a movie. It's also better than the Jennifer Lawrence one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That's the one where, like, it's, yeah, it's one where she Chris, broke Chris up. Pratt. Chris Pratt break like wakes her up. Wakes her up. Yeah. yeah. Did they supposedly fuck or something? Like in real life. Yeah. Not that uh, I know of. Well, I have a question uh, sent in by a fan or the producer. Um, fucking fans. Yeah, it's called the producer. Um, what's I, I don't fan. believe that she is a fan of our show. Yeah, what, nobody should be a fan of this show. <laughs> so the question is this: Then, if uh, you want to partake, what is the point of the monster if it's just an afterthought in the movies? There is no fucking point. It's to be like, lol, fucking Cloverfield monster. It's and if it's the if and if it's the wrong Earth, then why? Well, the the movie the the monster in all three movies are nothing. The first one, yes, the first one, the monster is a pivotal point in the movie, and, and you talk about and we talked about in Cloverfield Lane that there is a monster, but in our minds, the monster is John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah, but in this movie, what's the point of the monster showing up at the very end when it, we have nothing to do with it? It's just the the idea of two universes fighting with each other that's the point of the mo- of this movie it's not well, uh, I, th- I think that like by slapping the particles together and fucking with the dimensions you like we broke our time as rick and morty said so like everything goes like cats and dogs getting together like the ghostbusters speech so like everything's going wacko and that's where the monster comes in supposedly that's the whole point of the movie is that because of that they created holes across infinite realities so yeah. like that's supposed to be why Clovey is on Earth A mm-hmm. like yep. it got there a long time ago and just like went to sleep down in the ocean that, and that's the name of the movie is the Cloverfield Paradox because it's both a prequel and a sequel this movie so like that's the paradox part now don't get me wrong it's fucking stupid and so Keith, I finally went back. Now that we're through all the movies, I read some of the like extended lore stuff from the first uh-huh. Cloverfield. That stuff's stupendous and actually like <laughs> is makes the first Cloverfield well not watchable movie because the people in it are still stupid. And yes, Joe, you can yell about what's his name. Rob hates him. Fuck him. <laughs> Rob, like, Rob, the, Rob in the arm. The Rob in the arm. All like ARG stuff is really good and actually gives good story to like why the monster got woken up because of this weird slushy company. That's like scalping the bottom of the ocean for like this fucking goo that the, that they're turning people like into heroin addicts for slushy (laughs) drinks. Like that's all sweet stuff. And then you watch the movie and you're like, Oh, this guy just got all his friends killed. That's fucking weird. Go save the (laughs) girlfriend. The one they were all going to, they were all going to die always anyways. (laughs) <laughs> they literally were about to get on helicopters to like be fine if they just yeah. left when they first got to the mall to go to like yeah just to go to indiana or something instead because according to jj abrams that monster died at the end of the movie so if you just weren't in new york when the bomb went off you were fine <laughs> 
freaking Abrams in 2023, like destroying his own movie and pissing off his fans. It's just like peak JJ Abrams. <laughs> while also trying apparently to get a sequel, direct sequel to the first one made or something. Like I checked um, the Reddit form for Cloverfield, and apparently they've all been expecting some Cloverfield two trailer to drop like any day now for like no. months. In so in February twenty eighteen, uh, Abrams uh, acknowledged potential of characters crossovers in future films. The producer also confirmed plans for an eventual team up with Ava and uh, Michelle from uh, from Ten Cloverfield Lane. In 2018, uh, Abrams revealed a fourth film would serve as a true and dedicated sequel to Cloverfield. In January 2021, uh, uh, someone was hired to be a screenwriter while Abrams was going to co-produce the film. The project would be a joint venture between Bad Robots and Paramount Pictures and will receive a theatrical release. In January 2023, Matt Reeves has stated that the ongoing developments won't be talked about prior to future projects release with the intent for it to always to be a surprise similar as the other installments were of, Oh, look, there is a uh, Cloverfield trailer. That sounds like a big old paragraph of it ain't happening. I'm calling bullshit. No way. No way. No how. I mean, I'd believe it, but I don't think it'll ever be a theatrical release. It'll be another like direct to Apple or some bullshit like that. Like no one's asking for this. Besides like the <laughs> diehard Cloverfield. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's not a strong enough IP anymore. It's just not interesting. And they like the twenty eighteen movie did not make anyone interested in Cloverfield. <laughs> it's very much a yeah. cult classic movie at this point for just the first one. Yeah. Uh, like this movie, it's I think what they try to do is they, like I know Keith, you like this genre, Keith, but it's like they just try to do the best of of like let's try and do this, let's try to do this. Like, there's no like that. Sure, like they get mad when the uh when they see oh you're sending transcripts to your own your your government and they get pissed about that. They you know they they try and do that, but when the guy loses his arm, it's just. Well, I guess that's it. And then his arm starts moving. Guys, is my hand making? You know, get him a piece of paper. And it's like the sentient arm bit was so fucking dumb. It was fun to watch. Like I didn't think too hard about it, but I like enjoyed the like. I enjoyed O'Dowd. Is that is that is that the actor? Yeah, yeah that O'Dowd. was O'Dowd. Like his like line delivery like kept me alive <laughs> during this like, movie. I like, I liked one, him. The line where he's like, "Well, we found the worms." Like that was that was pretty good. <laughs> like I, I liked him, but it's just like, what's the point of the movie of him? You know, like what's what's the realism of this movie when someone loses his arm and he just acts like it's just oh he's you know stubbed his toe. Well, like as a as a fan of this genre, like I, 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 I see you, I hear you. Thank like you. I watched. Uh... <laughs> Are you with like, me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. and also agree. But yeah, and they keep and Event Horizon. They're trying to do Event Horizon. <laughs> get, get out of here! <laughs> Again, the best of. Yeah. So, you meant you. You've mentioned two good space, you know, yeah. horror movies, Aliens and Event Horizons, and these try to do it, and it's just yeah. like, eh, eh. And there's so much more interesting things you could do with like realities collapsing on each other. Like you, like there should have been like more of like them interacting with themselves like through crashing together and trying to solve what happened and fix it 
like that would have been far more interesting than just like a wall taking an arm, which makes no sense in like the spectrum of what's happening. Like I would be okay with something like that. Had they been traveling through space and like, Oh, we entered this weird fucking shit. What's happening type thing. But like dimensions collapse on each other. doesn't make a wall suddenly eat someone's arm and make it <laughs> sentient. Like that stuff just made no fucking sense. They should have like really leaned into their Rick and Morty influence, and then like, like, what if we crashed into a dimension where like it's a ship full of like talking beans instead of humans? So we have to like deal with these beans or something. So, like instead. even that would have been like <laughs> something more with the worms too. Like instead of oh, we stepped on them after they exploded out of them, and we're good to go. <laughs> Could it be more? Would you guys like the movie a little bit more if we had the thing ask like from the thing aspect of like. You know, like you when the uh bulk bulk of the guy with his eyes moving around and stuff, and then you're like, okay, what's wrong with him? But he acts normal. But then once you find out he's you know infected, he dies instantly. But it's just like there's no other drama. It's just then the drama becomes with Jensen. This who's this mysterious woman on our team? But she knows all of us. But Honestly, um, I would have preferred to go more with the Jensen route and just like had them all meet like alternate reality thems. Like go full Star Trek campy, like not do yeah. like the full like it's my evil version so they have a goatee cuz <laughs> like lean into the Star Trek camp of like going into an alternate reality and meeting yourself but like it's like the Nazi version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like something <laughs> like that. Like going to an alternate reality that's like not so similar as it was in this one to like where it's like, but it's our universe. It's the previous universe, but just like they're further into the war already. But I would assume honestly with JJ Abrams being one of the producers, I I assume O'Dowd would be the one with the goatee, like as a, you know, an homage to Star Trek of, Oh, he has a, you know, or just be a mustache or something. And he, you just know, had like, the, and he, he was also the one with the, just the fire quips. Yeah, he was quippy. In he this. was the only one who was like actually interesting in the entire yeah. movie. Yeah. And like, yeah. what a fucking waste, too. Because you have so many, like, Daniel Bruhl, we've seen, is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. You have a great martial artist in Zhang Zizi. And like, you do nothing with her besides be like, get in fucking Schmidt's face and be like, don't ever fucking talk to me like that again. Or I'll fucking roundhouse kick you. <laughs> and then, then he actually, holds I, her. And she's like, ah, everything's fine. And everything's fine. Um, I know after being told that by this like intimidating woman to then play, oh, I got the wrench. You yeah. got to take it from me. She should have just fucking dropped his ass. Right. And then and then you had Monk, the, you know, that's the uh, from the Fast and Furious movies. Um, Worth, most worthless doctor ever not willing to perform an autopsy. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Now we're oh, good no, here, so guys. Funny. Like I like the captain, but like, who was it that decided to do it? Decided to cut cut him open. It was Jang. Yeah, Jang was just like, "No, fuck you, bitch! I'll cut him open." Yeah, Yeah. they kind of like yossified her a little bit. They didn't use her very well. (laughs) She's like, "Oh, I'll do it. You're not." And she's the one who solved the problem too. She's like, "No, I figured it all out. We just need (laughs) to vent it." It's like motherfuckers. It's been two years. You didn't think to do it, like in the fucking vacuum of space like what the fuck <laughs> yeah then, which then again though i think that ruins their possibility to take it back to earth and make it work because making a vacuum that big seems like it'd be hard yeah 
Well, Simon oh, I... Pegg's in this movie, by the way, too. Yeah, of course he is. He he's he's the voice on the radio. Does he talk about how many portions they get? No, he's the voice on the radio, so. So no, he doesn't. No Force Awakens fans in the house. No. In fact, <laughs> there's not. My name is Ray. <laughs> Ray one Skywalker. Portion. Dude, I oh won't... my god. Not to Can't date the po- or... not to date the podcast, but when the fucking like head chick of Star Wars, who Star Wars fans hate, and fucking don't get me wrong. I don't hate the Ray character. I think her fucking like Sally Sue or whatever fucking <laughs> quip she's been given is completely overblown considering Luke Skywalker is the exact same fucking thing. But when the two of them walk on stage to announce that she's getting another movie <laughs> and a crowd of Star Wars fans is just like crickets. <laughs> Brutal. Who thought that was a good idea? Well, people, the IGN comment section doesn't like Ray and people like me don't like Ray. <laughs> so the crossover of borderline racist people don't like Ray. Okay, got it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, oof, it's continuing to date the podcast. I was just scrolling through that IGN article comment section, just popping off. Just Did, primo. I, the IGN comment section hates everything and everyone. So I, yeah. it's Ooh. not like no, they mostly they, they just hate women and people of color. Hey man, <laughs> my. Yeah, my my favorite comment section to go to is OJ Simpson on Twitter. Cause it's a, it's a, <laughs> I a, put the, Oh, uh, after his tweets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. After the tweets, I, uh, I like to put on that hazmat suit and I jump right <laughs> into those Twitters and the, into yeah. those comments. And it's just more, so you got away with murder ones. That was, that's the gist <laughs> comments on the, bro, you killed somebody. <laughs> uh, people have been asking me about po- my political views. And like the first comment is, you're a murderer, and who is asking you for your political views? Thank you very much, murderer. Yeah, wait, technically he can't vote, right? Because he actually is yeah. a convicted felon now? Because yes. of, like, when he went to that room in Vegas and threatened those people? Oh, and so stole funny. his uh, mer- merchandise back? Yeah, he can't. Do you think O.J. Simpson likes Cloverfield Paradox? We should ask him. I'll send yeah. him a tweet. And, uh, <laughs> hey, Juice, question for you. <laughs> Did you murder I... her? And did you like Cloverfield Paradox? He's like, uh, C plus. It wasn't that great. C plus. It wasn't that great. <laughs> Not enough murder. Not enough murder. Yep. Um, I did yeah. enjoy the scene. Speaking of white women getting murdered, I did enjoy the scene where Jensen got killed, though. Shooting out the window so her back got sucked into the vacuum of space, which was probably sucking Another her through alien reference those bastards <laughs> sucking her through the hole in the window which was probably very painful before the window shattered also <laughs> very shitty space windows that it was so easily breakable well sir there are also uh space monitors and projector screens so you can watch your memory banks and very weird also weird that she didn't like close any type of blind while sleeping as this giant light just kept flying by her yeah. window every night yeah I'm like, I don't think I could sleep like that. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, um, yeah. Like it's just like the thing with the main character, uh, goo goo who plays Hamilton. And, and it's just like, what's, why are you going up there? Well, I killed my kids and I guess I'm going to go away from my husband to see if I can, uh, you well, know, to be fair, her husband talked to her cause she wasn't going to go. And her husband's like, yeah. listen, I don't want you to go but I'm afraid what's going to happen if you don't go. And technically he was right till she saved everything and died instantly coming back to earth because no Did one she? decided 
to tell her. I mean, she had to die. She literally like flew into the fucking ten thousand foot monster. So, so that was going to be my question. Do, does but the thing what was is, her is specialty, like, by the way, what was her like? Skills? Comms. She was a comms officer. Yeah, okay. So she communicated with like she was the one who could speak every language and communicate with the planet because it was every space agency in the world working together. Yeah. So she was she was a rocket from Guardians, right? Like could just understand everything. Got it. No, but it's well, just like I would the idea go with like, Lieutenant Ohora from Star Trek, but touche. But it's just like I'm like, does she? Do they die because the 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 escape pod goes through the cra- cra- uh, the clouds and then it pops up? Like, yeah, they could have died, but it's also they could be like the whole. It, I mean, there's still like a fucking ginormous body below that head. Like, how the yeah. fuck would they not have hit it? That is true. Also, it's the size of it's like four Mount Everests. <laughs> It's like 400 Jabba the Huts, you know, Jabba the Hut, the size of Godzilla. Oh, imagine how goopy it'd be. It's sliding all over the earth. <laughs> it doesn't slide, though. It walks. No, the bottom of Jabba's wet. He's all oh, wet. Yeah, yeah, it was Jabba. Yeah, it was Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. no bata solo. Hey, I think I wanted to do it. Even I get boarded sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Ruthless and inventive. No, uh, the, I don't want to watch it, Star Wars. It's just, it's just like the funny. Like I, I was laughing more just like the how kind of like let's try to make it cool by doing a reference or like I said when Jensen is screaming on the top of her lungs, but it li- literally sounds like Mort from Bob's Burger. Did you have to buy a new TV when you put your remote through the TV after the arm thing? Uh, you know, I thought about it, but I remembered I, I went through Rob for an hour and a half, or yeah. hour 15. This might be the most mad Joe's ever been through a franchise, except he got it. He, he Instead of like a shit sandwich where the shit's in the middle, he got it's like on a the out. It's on the out. cooked like steak yeah. sandwich with just fucking shit bread on yeah. top and bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was trying, he bites like, into it. He's like, "Oh, it's so bad." And then he gets to the steak. He's like, "Oh, John Goodman he tastes so good." It's like a hot pocket. It's like a hot pocket. You know, mm. shit on the outside and the pepperoni in the middle. Yeah. I don't think That's I've ever heard good. anyone describe any part of a hot pocket ever anything besides gross. But no, don't get me wrong. I say it's that, always like it's either too loving a hot pocket. But it's like, either too hot or too cold in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's either mostly bad. burning. Most, All right, mo- mostly. All right, Jim Gaffigan. Oh, is that a oh that sucks? We just did a Gaffigan reference on accident. (laughs) You heard it here first. Keith Swellen, big Jim Gaffigan fan. Huge. Yeah, Gaffigan and Dunham. Everybody's two of my two favorites. Fucking Jesus Christ. You You love Jeff Dunham. That's a shoot job. Jeff Dunham was actually in town not that long ago. (laughs) That man's gone hardcore Republican with his comedy bit. Isn't he a big cancel culture guy now? Awesome. I mean, his entire tour is called I'm Not Canceled Yet. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, you. Play with fucking dummies. Like no one fucking cares about you. And you're you're not canceled. You're fine, Jeff. <laughs> the crowd the crowd he brought in though. Who yeah, that was a bunch of uh flannel wearing. Yeah. yeah, the world's best right there. <laughs> but I think I just wish this movie was just like Cloverfield one, an hour fifteen. That would have been a swell. Hey, I'll give this to the movie. It's made me want to watch a lot of better sci-fi right now. It did it it is did its job. I wish you guys could have seen that first night when I like I literally got to Netflix and like strolled over to it and you just looked at play. it and you're like I can't I can't not, not today <laughs> not today not today um 
I, I, I will say for me, I watched the first like 30 minutes on my uh, MacBook. So I was, but I had my AirPods in and, but I was like multitasking, but I like legit was like walking around my ha- apartment with like my laptop in my hand, just fall <laughs> like watching and listening. I'm like, right, I got to do laundry. Boom. Lap- laptop on top of the machine and like throwing it all in. I was like, I'm multitasking in the good way. That's funny. I, I was stopped. folding clothes while I watched it still yet somehow just sitting oh. there going, oh, okay. Um, okay. I, I kept on having to pause it because I was really, I kept on ending up being more focused on trying to earn Deathlock in the Marvel Snap. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, so both of you gentlemen both texted me <laughs> when you started watching this movie. Keith, you you text me. This isn't terrible, but God damn it, this movie sucks to watch. (laughs) Ricky texted me first thing uh, this morning, watching it, going, uh, where is it? Ah, there it is. This movie sucks. Nice. So, you know, all on tack. And my response was, yes, it is. And then I I know I just told you, uh, Keith, about how my, the arm, just come on. But I'll say this. I like O'Dowd more than that Rob uh, he had another. The there was movie. the worm line. I thought the worm line was sick. He had, didn't he have oh, another? There's good, the worms. Like, he had another. Like what was his? Like they gave him the PG thirteen fuck moment in this uh, movie. He was like, "What I, the it was, fuck?" Because it was his hand moving. It was yeah. his arm moving, and he's yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And then I think my arm's trying to uh, write <laughs> something. So let's. Uh, so what? So the, what you tell me is this. <laughs> The arm is from this view paradox, you know, version, and then he's in the, this one. The, so. the arm's actually the hero. See, yeah, what if it was okay? Hero. Here's my pitch. It's okay. a it's it's a dimension where all of the characters are arms <laughs> instead the of fuck, like themselves. The fucked up thing though is they left the arm on the station. So like when the crew that goes up to repair the station and shit gets up there, they're just gonna find a fucking sentient arm sitting there. from another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Like they're gonna be like, uh, you guys left a fucking arm up here. Oh, guys, uh, we have some dead bodies here and an arm that's moving by itself. I think it could be it could be the uh, cousin of uh, uh thing <laughs> from the yeah, Adams yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, sure, they're gonna get down. They're gonna get down to like that bottom oxygen place and be like, uh, you guys left Ling Tam just frozen here. So, so let me hear me out. The arm in this movie is actually Thing from the Adams Family. Oh my god, it's its origin story. This is his origin story. There's about to be some fire TikToks, dude. He just like <laughs> slims down as he gets older and cuts off yeah. the forearm, gets down to yeah. just a hand, though. And they're gonna He's dance, a... dance, dance with my arms, arms, arms above my head, head. head. I'll be gonna dance with my fingers above my head. <laughs> my um... children have fallen in love with that song. And I'm very confused as to where they fucking heard it to fall in love with it. I have no idea what you're even talking about. Are you talking about Gaga Bloody Mary, right? Are we talking about the same song? Oh. Yeah, the one from the Wednesday show that I've still not watched. Oh, it became popular with a Wednesday TikTok where they they put it over her famous dance. Yeah. Wait, oh, is yeah, it not okay, actually okay. in the show that no, from it's TikTok? not. It's something totally oh. different. Yeah. TikTok made it that re- but no, the real song is something else. Seeing as I've never seen the show and will probably never watch the show. I only knew it from the, the interwebs. I've become that song showed up. I'm I'm a big I'm a Bloody Mary fan once again. That there it is. Uh, what's that? You and I or what's that album called? It's it's got you and I on it. Yeah, I know. Born again, born, born, born. Uh, no, born uh, this way. No, the last the song. 
Listen, um, don't get me wrong. I, I'm as big a fan of Gaga as the next person who's not afraid of their sexuality. Born this way. But man, I am not excited to see her play Harley Quinn. I don't I wasn't ter I wasn't I, I thought the first movie was like fine but wildly overrated, so I don't know why they needed to make it this movie. <laughs> not just a second movie, Keith. A musical second movie. Yeah, like who? It's like who is it for? Who is that for? It's, they're trying the first one was like it was a superhero movie trying to dress up as a smart person movie, but with like middle school level. Except it's sociology. not a superhero movie though. It's just a like a well, movie Batman... that would have been fine on its own, but we've somehow turned it into a Joker movie for some reason. And then it's like this like middle school level of sociology where it's like, yo, what if like poor people were treated badly? That's crazy out there, man. Like <laughs> that's not lit. Yeah, yeah. Who, who could possibly imagine poor people being treated like yeah. trash and rising up? It's that crazy. hasn't happened through the eons and eons <laughs> of the world. That's not the lit. point. The point of the stance of the podcast is that Jared Leto Joker is the best Joker. <laughs> I, whoa, yes. hold on. Facts. Whoa. Yep. Facts. No, no. All right. Onto the onto some more. On, speaking on of the, I don't. <laughs> speaking of glazing don't, stars. Don't, no. I don't, I don't accept this. Just because it's two verse one, I don't. This is not <laughs> well, no, no, you have to because remember the I, the the whole point of this movie podcast is two against one, and it just you know facts, you know. You know, I just got, I've got that I've got that hand tattooed a uh, mouth tattooed on my hand, and I and laugh. He does I, this. I hold it over my face. Ah, 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 yeah, ah. just terrifying. Sh- chills. Chills. <laughs> When Keith does it, I'm like, is that Jared Leto? <laughs> is that Sir Mo- Sir Mobius, uh, Morbius himself? And when he's sitting on the back of that truck, when uh, Darkseid just ruins the Earth, and yep. he's talking to Batman, yep. oof, more chills. Oof, more, more chills. I'm going to hate and they're electrifying. that fucking franchise at some <laughs> point. I'm just going to be mad the whole time. It's in uh, our... Hour three, three yeah, hours hour and 45 minutes. In. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Keith. Oh, no, it's tomorrow. Okay. I was about to say, I'm surprised you're here talking to us considering what's going on at the theater tonight. Was it the Return of the King? Yeah. The whole four plus hours in the theater. The extended return is rough. Like, as I've gotten older and more smarter and better at watching movies, like, Fellowship is, or better watching movies. Got it. Okay. Fellowship is like, Fellowship's the best by miles, and it's it's crazy that. But but Keith, what about what about Hobbit? What You're about... right. No, actually, Battle of Five Armies is the the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one. Is ever. that is that it was that is that movie called Morbius Battle of Five Armies? Because I think it was the Battle of Five Morbs. The Battle five of Morbs. the Morbs. Yeah. Um, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. All right, you guys want to take us what this budget was for this movie? I saw it and I don't remember now. It oh, was... it's bloated. It's actually not too bad. You're like in the thirty something range. Uh, forty five. <laughs> I didn't say it fast enough, but I was really close. So, it, but yep, it doesn't count. So, uh, no box office here because it went straight to Netflix. Um, I that's my. I think I hate that most about the streaming is that we don't get. Box office a, numbers. What's I the box five, office for that I, weekend? 
Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Super Bowl weekend. Four. Okay. Box. Let me hand. Let me go Super Bowl weekend. This is important. This is like. Okay. So, by the way, so, uh, go ahead, Keith. Uh, this is, this is what, what I think about. Every day? Yeah. It's like before what I close my eyes at night. What came out at this, uh, the yeah, weekend like, of I just think of like Box Office Top 10. I remember. Do you guys remember when Beverly Hills Chihuahua was like number two or something for a moment? I don't. Yep. No. I do. <laughs> Didn't they? We could do that, couldn't we? There's more than one of those, isn't there? That'd All be right. A good pick. So for oh, that's let me go the week before. Okay. Uh, February second to the fourth. Oh, this is, okay. What's the of vibe? Twenty eighteen. What's, what's the vibe of the movies? I I, I think eighteen. We're They're called movies. movies down from like sixteen to basically like twenty twenty two. Like, we're kind of like square deep in the Marvel hole right now. Yeah, like, like it's Disney or bust at this point. Yeah. So and we're then thinking fucking Disney Tom Cruise is like, no, I will fix the movies. All right. So we'll do the box office of February uh, 2nd through the. Uh... Who, who won the Super Bowl, by the way, that year? 2018. I'm gonna go Patriots, but no. <laughs> uh, it was the uh, Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Patriots. Mm. That was the Philly special. Philly special. Because I was gonna okay. say Mahomes, but that was too early for Mahomes' first. Yeah. Uh, coming at number nine in its fourth week with 3.2 million. Paddington oh. two. Did we do ten? Yeah. What was 10? Paddington 2. You said oh, 9. You said 9. No, no, I said 10. Nope, you definitely said 9. Well, number 10 is Paddington. Number 9 and it's 10. Joe's trying to gaslight us right now. <laughs> That's right. With 4.4 million, The Shape of Water. Yeah, we should oh, this do was the, the year when that, that fucking movie won the We should do the Oscar. Paddington series at some point, by the way. There's a mm. third one apparently being made. Mm. Uh, number 8 in its third week. Uh, with 4.5 million, Den of Thieves is a Gerard Butler movie with with uh 50 Cent. Oh wow! <laughs> I've seen none of these movies so far. Uh, Den of Thieves is it's Gerard Butler as a undercover cop, but he really is in too deep. Uh, Man, number I seven. Want, I, I want Gerard Butler to succeed so bad. He's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's had Geo a pretty good, long career of like yeah. B-rate movies, but he could uh, be this action star. Sir, he had a movie called Plane, which did successful. Now they're coming out with a sequel called, I think, Boat. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's so, a good name uh, to watch Plane. It's a good name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven in its third week with 4.7 million, 12 strong. I believe it's it's the Chris Helmsworth. Oh, it's the like, horse movie. Af- Afghan. <laughs> yep, nine, yep, nine, yep, I watched yeah. that movie. Uh, number uh, six in its seventh week with 5.1 million, Hostiles. Uh, as a Christian Bell, eighteen ninety two film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still zero. All right. Uh, number five in its seventh week with five point two million. The Post. Is that the one about the cover up of the Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks? They it's them covering up the the like, sex pre- scandal. Yeah. No, that's a different movie. No, no, it's the covering up spanning of the U.S. presence, pushing the country's first female newspaper publisher and her editor to join to oh. an unprecedented battle against the press and the government. 
Uh, number four in the seventh week was 7.6 million, The Greatest Showman. Ah, love that movie. I'm a musical <laughs> guy, though. It's got fucking uh, Wolverine in it, Keith. You yeah. should love it. Isn't that a Baz Luhrmann? No, not. Isn't that a Dan? Ah, yeah. Never mind. He's the, isn't he the La La Land guy? Are you? Oh, you're thinking of the uh, director? Yeah. It's got uh, some. It's, it's got some hot shot director. Where you wanna go? Michael Gracie. Oh yeah. Man. Never mind. I was wrong. That's also one of Zendaya's first movies. Morbius? Yeah, um, actually. No, Keith, he's done nothing but music videos. So Okay. Uh, number three in its first week with 9.3 million, Winchester. So one of those horror movies. Oh, I thought it was about a gun. Nope. Uh, number two in its second week with 10 million, Maze Runner, The Death Cure. <laughs> one of the Maze Runner movies. Can we make a pact to never pick that franchise? Just never yes. pick a YA franchise, ideally. I mean, yeah. we're going to do Hunger Games at some point. Probably. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Because there's, there's five. There's five. No, there's they're making six. A, there's a prequel. Four. There's four there's, right now. But it, no, I think there's five because isn't the last one a two? The last one's two movies. Yeah, but yeah. there's only three books. So there's, yeah. four, there's movies. four movies. There's four movies. A lot of effing movies. Yeah, I don't. Nah, I'm going to say no to that one. Uh, also, but number that one. book is such garbage. <laughs> Uh, number one in seventh week with ten million was Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Is that the first one or the second? That's one? the first one. Oh, I like ter- that one. I've seen terrible. that one. Yeah, I haven't seen the sequel. Uh, ratings IMDb. As I was mentioning earlier, before we did the, this, sir, uh, how um, when Matt Reeves was in some shape or form in this movie, the movies had higher ratings. So in this one, IMDb got a five point five. Ron Tomato. All critics gave us a twenty two. Top critics a fat zero, and uh, audience gave this a forty-two. I had this fantasy that back then the top critics were like, "This isn't a movie. Like, we're not going to review this." That's why it got zero. <laughs> well, it's like so. It's like the thing. It's like that funny thing of how critics are like, no one can trust a critic anymore because of the fact you know they have the Roger Ebert syndrome of like example. Look at Mario. It got over four hundred million. Ratings is like fifty percent with critics, but it's like a ninety something with the audience. So they don't. Fair, you know. The money a movie makes does not mean it's good. The fucking Transformer movies rake <laughs> in money every single time, but they're you can blame been... you can blame international for that one. Well, yeah, it's definitely China. <laughs> yeah. But like, it doesn't. A, a lot of money doesn't mean a movie's good. <laughs> so, uh, Keith, fucking, what's your what, review? Fucking, Jurassic Park was like one of the highest grossing movies last year. Oh, that's yeah, really that's cool. right. Fucking garbage as balls. Okay, so the ghost of Roger Ebert fired up his Netflix account, had to do, had to fetch his password. Couldn't, had to, had, couldn't do it. Had to email confirm, do the nah, fucking... Roger nah. Ebert's probably too cheap. He probably uses like his mom. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. His daughter's Netflix account or something. But uh, Max Solar Sites gave it one and a half out of four. And uh, yeah, he he didn't like it. Let's see. I have the old reading series picked out. But for the most part, this is a bust of a movie. The kind that would probably have otherwise gotten dumped to theaters in January by a studio looking to cut its losses. And it makes it, it makes the series feel not like an anthology, but a brand name guaranteeing medium budget genre action. It's a bit more intelligence than is probably necessary, but nowhere near the aesthetic ambition required to clearly stand out. 
The second Cloverfield entry, 10 Cloverfield Lane, was a medium-budget art house sci-fi film that might have shocked everyone in the 80s by making a fortunate drive in the strip malls. It became a hit on the basis of its ensemble casting and its unnerving intimacy. Never mind that ending, which confirmed that it was taking place in the universe of the Cloverfield. Da, 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 da. Yeah, this one cobbles together scraps from Aliens, Event Horizon, Final Destination, Solaris, and about a dozen other films doing an incredible job of seeming as if it has a lot on its mind until the moment arrives when you realize it doesn't. <laughs> Damn. Fucking vicious. And also very true. That is, that is a point I could not figure out how to state for myself. I did feel like there was a lot going on with nothing actually happening. And then he, br- he, he brings up later and it, the, the, the moral of the story is like, we should just like be nice to each other. And that there's so much more going, like that could be going on. So it just takes this really just like, dumbass little like quiet fart of a message <laughs> like in it before we glaze them we're gonna be ranking them as we'll be ranking best dumb guy best monster the clover and movie uh let's start off with best dumb guy right Down. now we have we have rob at <laughs> one and then emmett from two at two uh, oh dad's not dumb though no he's not dumb I'd have to say the Russian. But he's no one's really dumb in this movie. Well, I'm husband, I, I, maybe. <laughs> the, the, but he's not he, dumb. He just, just like pointless. has shitty points. Or like yeah. shitty like basis in the movie. I don't know. Like I'm tempted just to say O'Dowd too, just because it's like when his arm gets stuck in the wall, he's like, guys, <laughs> uh, what's going on with my arm? And then when he gets <laughs> You know, I well, he's the he, he he's the quippy one. I, he's the quip. My my vote's O'Dowd. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, right. But this wasn't supposed to be the person we liked. Like it's supposed to be like the dumbest character of the movie type thing. <laughs> I was. Oh, I was then, if we're like gonna a... do that, I'm gonna go Goo Goo. Then I'm gonna go the main person. <laughs> but she's not really dumb either. What we gotta pick? No. <laughs> um, just, it's hard. Yeah, it's I hard mean, to guys... pick when they're. Like there's no one who like who's st- who's like a Rob of this movie. You know what? We're just gonna say Rob because this is a prequel and a sequel. You know and Rob, Rob is somehow in this movie, so I accept it. Okay, three. That's how dumb Rob. fucking Rob, Rob is. Rob again. He transcends dimensions. <laughs> he transcends dimensions. All right, who? What's the best monster? Uh, we first we have <laughs> the Earth Swallower. Got it. Where we put Earth Swallower? Uh. He's not above John Goodman. Is he above the first one or is he dead last? He's dead last because all he does is stand up and roar. Like he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Earth Swallower. John Goodman, the biggest monster in the fucking Cloverfield universe. Yep. Uh, What is your Clover? Uh, We have uh, Ricky, uh, uh, TJ, uh, Miller hitting on Kaplan. Uh, Keith and I are. Well, can't grieve forever. Brother dies. In the second movie, we have Goodman and I mean Rick have Goodman's bouncing butt and Keith Kobe. I mean, it's the fucking. I don't think it's the arm dragging itself. I think it's the the wall swallowing his arm. Like that was so fucking stupid and made no sense. I'm with Ricky with wall swallows too. Yeah, it's it's what caused the hole in your television. I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm gonna go the the worm line. 
That's my Clovey. That's pretty good too. Also, who um, is fucking O'Dowd ever talking to in this fucking movie? He just us. yells out loud with us. no yeah. one around. <laughs> him. No yeah, one. he he's he he is just talking to the audience. Like when he's he, in that room where the worms are supposed to be, and he goes, "Guys, oh, like, dude, you're on a fucking massive ship. Who are you talking to?" Um, I would ask where you want to put this movie, but I I assume where I know I'm putting it. So, can I make it like negative, like? We'll, we'll put Genesis ab- above it. It'd be fine. I would fucking watch Genesis before I ever watch this movie again. Genesis is free on Prime now. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I would, I would fucking watch goddamn Morbius before I'd watch this movie again. All right. Yeah, brother. Because so at least Morbius the... makes me mad. Morbius makes me care. This movie, I had no emotion to at all yeah. through most of it. So overall for the movies, it's 10 Cloverfield Lane, Cloverfield, and then Cloverfield Paradox. Let's glaze them. Yeah, we're in an alternate universe this time, so let's let's glaze them. That's right. Um, I, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, that was a fantastic song. Keith, so what glazing. Are you Because I'm a fan of like like stressed out space situations with wonky shit going on, that gave it two stars. So two stars. I have done nothing but shit on this movie the entire time, but there's not enough about it to make it like one of the worst ever. Cause like it's just boring, but I'm not mad about anything. There's nothing about it. That's like so grotesque. Like it's not a terribly shot movie. It's not terribly acted. Well, the script is dumb. It's not like stupid words. So I'm also a two because like, it's still like a movie. It's just not a very good one. It's not like someone didn't quite sell having their arm ripped off how they should have. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shot across the bow. What the fuck? Um, I will just give this movie a one and a half. I feel like I've seen better sci-fi made for TV sci-fi movies yeah. than this one. Baby's got backup. Baby's got back. You know, I like our scoring for this because it's like it would have been too much credit for the movie to give it one star. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> it had my attention for that first 15 yeah. minutes. And then once the arm goes, I'm like, and I'm out. And then when Mort starts yelling for help, I'm out. <laughs> so that brings the Cloverfield Paradox in at a 1.83, making it our fourth worst movie of the year. Boys, we uh, we. <laughs> We are so early in the year. We're only into May at this point. We've already had five below two star movies we've watched. We got to start picking better. We are really like hammering ourselves this year. We just like to feel pain. <laughs> uh, so uh, pre-glaze for this, by the way. Uh, Rick, you did two. Keith did two and a half. And for some reason, I also did two and a half thinking uh, <laughs> there would be hope, I guess. And no. So the overall the Cloverfield franchise comes in at a 2.83 making it our second best franchise of the year. Nice. <laughs> well, the good thing is this brings the end for now for the Cloverfield franchise. So uh we're moving on to a new one and Rick how many movies and what you picking? 
So technically it's three, but it seems as though you can't find the third one anywhere online at the moment. Yeah. Like you can't even rent it on Prime. So I think we're only going to do two, which is also fine because the third one doesn't have like any of the stars in it. So, boys. Is it CBD? Are you ready to get loaded up in trucking? What? Are you are you ready to get eastbound and down? Sick. Because we got a long way to go. We got a short time to get there. Because <laughs> we got to get this course across state lines. We're doing Smokey and the Bandits. Nice. So there's two of them, both on Netflix currently. Hell yeah. So yeah. anyone can join if they want to. But there yeah. is a third one that's supposed to be like the cop having to run something. But yeah, you cannot find it online anywhere right now. It's on no service. You can't even rent it on Prime. Um I I might I I might be able to find it. Um, you know one of the uh if we can get it, it'd be an interesting watch because the Metacritic score for this, boys, the Metacritic score for this, for that third one, is five. <laughs> I'm excited to say that I've seen these because it's like, I feel like these are like kind of important in some have culture. You, I don't know. Have you never seen Smoking no, the Bandit? never. I have not. Oh, man. This was like a classic TBS watch back in the day. Sweet. I have um, not. And so. I love they, that song. I've listened to that song a hundred times. They probably won't <laughs> age like won't age well into the year of twenty twenty three. Considering on the Trans Am is a Confederate flag like flag nice. little license plate spot because you know it's the nineteen seventy seven in the South. Different times, brother. So, uh, but I mean, we get to watch Burt Reynolds at like peak hot Burt Reynolds, so yeah, um, I was saying I might be able to find the third one. I'll let you know. Um, the uh, yeah, they are the uh, <laughs> database for No Cell Entertainment is a big Smoking the Bandit fan, and on his yar, he <laughs> might have the third one. I have to ask. I have to look it up. So we're uh, see, but we got pre glaze for Smoking the Bandit. I'm also going to. Ah, I'll talk about it off air. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> I'm going to pre-glaze three and a half. Three, seven, five. Um, I know what I'm getting myself into, but I also don't at the same time. So I'm going the cautious three. You know, you know just right down I the middle. I think the song itself is probably going to get us yeah, to almost the a East four. Yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. That's, that's just a three right there. Um, and it's also going to be like fucking just shitting on cops the whole time. So like that's going to give <laughs> us some points. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough movie that just shits on cops the whole time anymore. They, they used to just do that. <laughs> like this movie's basically just gonna be like, dude, Southern cops are like racist, abusive <laughs> power assholes, but <laughs> cops. We need more movies that are like that. <laughs> so next week here on Fake Movie Experts, we are doing Smokey and the Bandits. Like Rick said, you can uh, watch along as they're going to be on. They are on the Netflix. And maybe we're doing two, maybe three. Who knows? But we're going to start with the first one, Smoking the Bandit. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the podcasts, everything that we do. 
for you. You can uh, find us all on the social medias, on the Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. You can find Keith, uh, Keith on Christians only. Don't get him started on it, but you can find him there. He, you know, uh, he has a uh, photo of a uh, sandals, sandals, Lots just sandals. sandals, and and uh, a yellow lightsaber that might say Ray in it. I don't know. He does the fluorescent lighting, but you can find him on that website if you want. Uh, you can find uh, us at No So Entertainment or No So ENT on those socials, not the one Keith goes to. But you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, like, I'm heading up Bandit 2. Joe is clearly Sally Fields to Keith Burt Reynolds, right? That's what we're going with? 